0: Chasing after teenagers feels a lot like war. If we're fighting for their souls, the most effective tool that we have is the power of prayer. Prayer isn't the preparation for the battle. Prayer is the war.
1: Welcome to Couch Time, where we give you tools to connect with your kids and point them to Jesus.
0: I'm Ryan. And I'm Josh. And today we're talking about Chapter 23, War, and Chapter 24, Solo, from our book Alongside by Drew Hill. Um, And yeah, we've been going through this throughout the summer, and it's been super great. Um, This first chapter, Chapter 23, War, is all about prayer and just the importance and the value of prayer Mm -hmm. and kind of how it's just easy to make prayer a second thought instead of a primary tool Mm.
1: yeah we use that phrase just pray or Mm. just prayer or or those kinds of things and yeah i love i'm just being honest i love the the culture that brad tries to lead in at our church family um And Brad prays, and he cares, and he loves, and he prays, and he prays, and he prays. Yep. And uh, it's hard not to spend any time around him and not either pray right there or or find out how he's been praying for you. And uh, he sees that as a major work that we as Christians do. And I love that. Yep. Um, I love that uh, and how he leads. I love that prayer is important. Uh, but if I'm honest, I'm the kind of guy who naturally wants to just do things. Yes. I can almost always tell where I am in my kind of humility gauge yeah. as far as how is my prayer practices right. been lately you know i've got some things set up that i use and i use fairly regularly but then sometimes i'll go a, a week without using that tool mm-hmm. or, or that system that i've got set up and um it's usually just because it got squelched to the side yeah. and my time with the Lord got shrunk yep. and I feel like I've got to do these things. Right. And man, my lack of prayer communicates my lack of dependence uh, yeah. on God, at least my my uh, acknowledging of my dependence on God.
0: Yeah. Well, one of the things I was thinking about was um, with prayer, it's not about uh, meeting a certain quota yeah. of prayer minutes or whatever it is (laughs) that that's not what it's about it's i i think it's more of a gauge of like how dependent do you think you are um yeah just as i've been thinking about my own life and with how much i pray i pray when i feel dependent and weak um and i think you're exactly right my my uh pride meter (laughs) is going up yeah. the less I pray yeah. because that means I think I can do more or yeah. I I think that my time is better spent mm-hmm. doing things. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah. <laughs>
1: so then when we bring that to the realm of like parenting yeah. or like pursuing, pursuing teens, uh, it brings the question of like how much am I or are you or are we praying for our kids? Yeah. Um, not the flare prayer heading off to school. Not the over dinner prayers, right. although it's not bad. Yep. But yep. how much am I praying for and over and with our kids? Yeah.
0: Last year we had, it was primarily one mom. There, there were a couple parents that would join her every once in a while. And um, she would come before youth. And so the middle schoolers meet in the chapel area at, here at the Florence campus. And uh, she would go around and pray just kind of over the chairs right and just like knowing that the students would be sitting there and and just that god would be working Mm -hmm. and 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 she did that because she felt like man we we need to be praying like Mm -hmm. it's not going to be something amazing that uh i as uh the the middle school director say or that um the, the leaders say or whatever. It's really God who's changing hearts. Right. And so parents, like, you may have some of the best sayings and whatever. You may be incredibly consistent in your parenting. Yeah. Honestly, your kids may actually be, like, pretty good you know but we all need jesus and it does your kid doesn't have to be on their way to juvie for you to be praying desperately that god would be working in your child's heart maybe things are going relatively well now but you still need to be asking for god to be working maybe things are going super hard Mm -hmm. that's not the time to stop praying that's the time to get on your knees um and be doing it consistently
1: I think one of the things I was just picturing, like, what would it have been like to live in, like, you know, World War II Mm. in Europe when you're, you know, occupied by, um, you know, communist Germany. Right. Like, you're going to see them every day. You're going to be reminded every day that you're um, oppressed, that Mm. you are, uh, been invaded, that you need help. Um, Like, I wonder if we had that same perspective when it came to our own lives, Mm. like, Prayer is war. It's a spiritual war, yep. and we are. Um, while Jesus rules and reigns, um, Satan is still active, and his, um, his he is making war on uh, on Christians and on Jesus and on on Christianity. And so, just wondered if we if we kind of had, had that perspective of like this war, and we could see and understand this every day, like would we pray differently? Right. Uh, I think we would. And so, like, how do we bring that to the forefront, and how do we remember what God? God is doing, and how do we remember that we need help every day? Yeah. Uh, I think it's all the things we talk about regularly: rehearsing the gospel and our need yeah. for a Savior, remembering God's sovereignty, and He's the one who changes lives. Remembering uh, each of our kids um, mm-hmm. need Jesus desperately. So, like, I just, yeah, just I was just thinking about we need to we need to think regularly and consistently, and um, and let that shape how we pray, yeah. when we pray, how yep. often we pray. I think about, um, oh, uh, that. A dude in England.
0: (laughs) Um, Mueller. George George Mueller. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah.
1: And how he had those five guys that he prayed for, and they slowly over time came to faith in Jesus. And one one didn't come to faith until after he died. Mm -hmm. But just he had this consistent faithful daily prayer yeah. for these five friends. Um, and I wanna have that kind of consistent faithful daily prayer for my own kids.
0: Yeah, I, I one of the, the questions on page 36, it says, if someone were to ask you today which lost teenagers you're faithfully praying for, would you have an answer? I would even say like, not only who are you praying for, Um, lost or not, but, like, how are you praying for them? Mm -hmm. That should be a ready answer for us, just like who's your favorite sports team or whatever. And, yeah, I I think that just needs to be such on the forefront. But also I think something that's been really helpful that the Lord's been teaching me Mm -hmm. is how much confidence – in god prayer boosts hmm. and so like a lot of times when i when i come um to god i'm kind of discouraged or whatever mm. and i'm just like god i need you to do this and all i can see is the problem all i right. can see is the issue but the longer i pray the like kind of stoked i get about it <laughs> and i i start like picking up pace and i start like oh man, God, would you do this? And like, could you, would you let me see you work in this way? Like you're, and and then I start remembering the character and the resources of the almighty God of the universe who also is my father. Yeah, It's just so encouraging. And so I just want to like encourage you parents, like yes, come desperate. But I think one of the things a lot of times, um, Not all the time, but sometimes prayer stirs up in me is excitement Mm -hmm. that God is working and I have no idea how, but maybe he's going to let me see something and he's actually able to do it.
1: Yeah. And I think it would be good to broaden our prayer circles a little bit. Like Mm. we pray for our kids, but you pray for your kids' friends. Oh my goodness. Yes. You pray for your kids' E group leaders right you pray for like who are you praying for not just your kids but those who have influence in the lives of your kids their coaches their teachers you know all those kinds of things um like wouldn't you want somebody praying for your kids right and so like yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. totally i agree yeah i think we have a sweet opportunity to in our dependence come to the god who has won the ultimate war and who is um, still winning battles every day um, and who can who can change hearts and lives
0: one of the stories in here uh, talks about um, uh, just an Exodus seventeen about like uh, Joshua leading the battle, but like Moses is on top of the hill raising his hands mm. and praying, um, but needing Aaron and her to raise his hands up. And uh, the the thing that that thought actually spurred on for me is. Gathering together with other believers yeah. to pray over your kids or each other's kids mm-hmm. or youth leaders or things like that, or each other as mm-hmm. parents. So I don't know. I, I'm I'm just throwing this out there, but maybe you could gather regularly with other parents mm-hmm. to be praying over your kids, mm-hmm. um, to be praying over these things, and and as you see prayers answered, write them down, as you, um, so you can kind of have a written record. Like I know Ryan, you, you have that like yeah. sweet leather journal yeah. or whatever of like just answered prayers yeah. and um, just to be able to like go back and remember and to see like God, God's proven record of faithfulness yeah. in your own life. Yeah alongside of your Bible so I, I don't know that yeah. that's an idea I'd lo- I'd love to see our church become a place where yeah parents are regularly gathering together and maybe like maybe in the fall it's like you come at 4 30 and from 4 to 5 like you meet with other parents and like do that yeah. I don't know maybe you do it at a different time but I would love to see um, us become a church that does that yeah. that would be sweet yeah. And this, once again, chapter
1: twenty-four feels like just a a, a following exactly. or a, a a step two of this. Uh, it's this chapter called Solo, and it's all this idea of of looking at how Jesus regularly took time to get alone, yeah, um, to spend time with God, and obviously that was in prayer, and that was um, most likely meditating on Scripture and, and interacting with the Lord, and um, just yeah, he he regularly did that, and so if he regularly did that, we probably should exactly. too. Exactly. <laughs> yes. Yes.
0: I there's that that quote on page 140 it says that jesus is jesus his ministry flowed out of the solitude out of this solitude so regularly getting away with his father yeah um, i think that just tells me that mm-hmm. not only for us as like you know the paid people who work at a church right. but like you as parents cannot do your job faithfully without regularly spending alone time with God doesn't have to be for hours and hours and Mm -hmm. hours if you can make that happen somehow creatively that's amazing but you're not going to be able to do that without this this you can't pour out what you're not getting in and overflowing so
1: I think one of the big things in this chapter for me, Josh, was just this idea of what it means to be distracted. Yeah, I mean, they talked about right. it over and over again, and talked about, um, you know, even how we'll try to help our kids not be distracted by their phones as much right. if they have a phone. And, um, but it like it leaned pretty heavy into parents. Yeah, um, and and it said some pretty. Uh, I mean, <laughs> it was convicting for me. Let's just sure. put it that way. It was yeah. convicting for me because it talks about. Um, us never being kind of without our phones. Mm. Um, and it, on page 140, uh, it talks about trying to lead our kids towards less distraction. And then it says, we can't give them a tour of places we've never been. Ouch. <laughs>
0: <That's, laughs> so I was, I was reading uh, that and just thinking about, so like,
1: how often do I just put my phone away? Right. You know, and sometimes I make excuses like, hey, for my job, I got to be reachable. Dah, mm-hmm. dah, dah. Um, but like, rarely does, is it going to matter if I leave my phone for an evening yep. um, or, or leave it for an hour right. just to make sure I'm fully invested in yes. whatever we're doing. And, yeah, um, I've been trying hard recently not to have my phone even in my pocket at the yep. table because if I get a notification, I'll check it. Exactly. And I don't always remember and don't always do that well, but it's it's really interesting when I don't do that how much more I can be engaged. Brain and, space
0: yeah, frees up. Yeah.
1: And so my kids are younger. They don't have phones right now, but there will be a day. And so I'm, I have to recognize right now I'm already training them. Yep. I'm already showing them what it looks like to be and an adult, to be yep. an adult, and have a device, yep. and so I want to I want to grow in that. I want to be better at um, at removing distractions, so I can be fully invested in them. Um, but also, removing the distractions makes me more able to get time with God. Yeah, and, and be
0: um, focused. Yeah, so. there there are two questions on uh, page one forty two. The first one I feel like kind of goes against the whole alone time. Sure, I I think. Uh, I think it makes sense, and I think it can be helpful. There, I've heard story after story of. Um, – Read the question first. Do your kids ever see you spending time with your father? Yeah. Um, I've heard story after story of how it has impacted yeah. um, kids when they see mom or dad spending time with Jesus, like that's, that.
1: That's, I still have pictures in my head. See my dad. Almost so every day cool. um, yeah. at the table with his coffee and yep. with his Bible. Almost always there when I wake up. Or or I've woken up and he's already moved on, but his his Bible's still there. Right. Or like
0: It was a consistent thing yeah. that I got to see growing up. Yeah. And then the other question is, do you often withdraw to lonely places to pray? So um, I, I don't know that uh, from my recollection of the New Testament, Jesus didn't uh, get alone every single day. Um, he might have. Not sure, but the places that are highlighted are he would regularly get away. Um, so we're not saying you need to have five hours of solitude time with Jesus every day. Jesus seems to set an example of regular times of being alone, undistracted, um, so that you can receive from the Lord and be filled up. So um, honestly, parents, one of the things I've been thinking about is just creative ways of doing this. So um, I'm going to give you an example of how we've been trying to do that um, as a family. Again, my daughter's almost 10 months old, so very different life situation than most of you. But I think some of the principles apply. So my wife has been feeling super overwhelmed uh, just with uh, the stage that our daughter is in and and just all the different things she has to do at home and whatever she just doesn't get time by herself in order to let her do that I've been like I've been sending her out of the house right and I've I've taken anora I said I will work on the dishes or whatever it is so that she can have time uh alone so I think what I'm trying to um the principle here is like what are the things that are keeping you um, from spending time alone with Jesus? If you're a single parent home, um, maybe it's like, oh, I can't just leave my kid depending on their age or whatever. What if you, like, asked another family to, like, yeah. watch your kid We're or friends. whatever? <laughs> yes, it's like y- there, there are ways you can I, – I, I, Almost in every situation I can think of, it's like there Mm -hmm. are ways that the body of Christ can maybe come around you to allow for that. So I would just encourage you, if regular times away is an issue for you, maybe spend some time thinking about what's keeping you from doing that and then figure out ways of trying to uh, uh, fix those or or accommodate those.
1: And just really working together with, with your own family and, right. and your and your church family to try to achieve some of those moments where you yes. can get away with the Lord. Yes. That's good. That's good. Well, um, so we need to pray because yeah. we are hmm. so dependent yeah. on God. And we need time with God mm-hmm. um, to recharge, uh, to connect, um, to to set our priorities straight. That's right. Um, remember the gospel. Remember what he's done for us. Yeah. Um, well, let me just pray. That yep. The Lord would help us do that. God, we know that we need to pray, um, but we don't always do it. Mm. So would you help us to build time into our, our schedules um, uh, to listen, uh, to ask, to pray, to bear our burdens to you, to, to, to turn them over to you? Um, would you give us time and help us build time into mm. our schedule to get away, undistracted time, uh, to focus on time with you, reading our, reading our Bibles and and praying connecting with you and um, so that we might be better at all the things you've called us to be and do. Um, so we can be better parents. Uh, we can be better friends. So we can be better um, co-workers so that we can put you on display in all the areas of our life. Lord, we need your help. Help us to do these things. In your name we pray. Amen.